come to a day that we're recording and you've come to listen to us it's talk (laughs) comics to me and i'm champ oh goodness (laughs) i'm heather (laughs) we'll get the flow of this sometime over zoom (laughs) we're both just too excited to record that's what it is yeah it's been i wouldn't say that long it's only been like a week Mm-hmm. Like something like that, but yes, uh, it's a new year of comics. It's the first year or first year? It's the first year of comics. It's our first year, year one. <laughs> we'll be doing the same things we've done in the negative years, but okay, Heather, you talk about comic books. It'll be more solid this year because it is our first year, the baby. Um, I'm here with um, the Joker, the man who stopped laughing. This is issue number four. Um, the most controversial issue of the Joker. <laughs> yes. What's funny is I think this, so I, we're only four issues in, but this is my favorite issue so far, just because mm. of the way that the story is like being told. So in the last issue, the Joker goes to the hospital and has a doctor like perform surgery on him to try to like, get out all the bullets that he has in him kind of trying to figure out like why hasn't he died or like if he's died why is he back sort of thing Mm -hmm. um so this one is him trying to escape the hospital with the SWAT team and stuff coming in and he's of course always like one step ahead of them and Red Hood is also like tracking him down within the hospital because he's trying to figure out like who Joker is too it's like a whole thing but it's just it's done really really well there's like a whole scene where Joker's in a hospital room with a bunch of like sick children and he's like telling them jokes and stuff and I don't know the way that that it he tells the jokes and stuff because he's obviously not a comforting character but the fact that he's sitting there in this sort of situation making these sick children like laugh Mm -hmm. just did something for me it was just It was very good. It was a very good issue. And then the controversial part of it, the (laughs) second story, like at the end, um, Francesco Francavia is the one who does the art, which is why part of the reason why I like these stories Mm -hmm. in the back so, so, so much. Um, But he meets Joker meets uh zatanna and you know in each one of these he falls in love with a female within Gotham and like tries to woo them and stuff but in this he gets pregnant (laughs) it's it's the most ridiculous thing i have ever read and i'm just gonna show the panel that i sent to you (laughs) because it's so ridiculous but then you know he ends up giving birth to uh, he gives birth to himself, but he doesn't <laughs> give birth. He pukes it up pretty much is how he gives birth. But the little Joker baby, let me see if I can find it. He says he's so handsome. <laughs> it's yeah. Each one of these stories has been super, super silly, but just very entertaining. That looks like a John Byrne like baby right there. It's well, and it's funny because, like, at first when he pukes up the baby, I was like, it looks like uh, the clay. What is his name? Clayface? Mm-hmm. It looks like him, kind of. Like, and then he starts like growing and like <laughs> shaping into an actual like body. And I was like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> but That's yeah, good. Just, despite how weird those stories are, they are a lot of fun. 
Yeah, it, it's funny because, yeah, you sent me that, like, photo of the pregnant Joker. I didn't, like, think anything of it because it's, like, yeah, it's some dumb stuff in the back of the Joker book. And then I saw, like, a right-winger had posted, like, a photo of it and, like, had complained about the Joker being pregnant. And then I saw, like, a Fox News article about it. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Jesus. Like, it's not... Why are you making it into something that it's not? It's literally... It's not that serious. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Get over it. It's like a four-page story in the back of a comic book. Like, get over it. (laughs) Well, and I was just like, did Junior not exist? Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger was pregnant. Like, what the fuck? Get... Just control yourselves. That's good. Well, I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna mute myself real fast. I gotta untape something. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think, I think I did it. I don't know. Okay. Who knows? Okay. I just. Oh, did you feel the comic already? Yeah, yeah. Well, because it was one I'm gonna take back. Okay. Uh, so this is Hell is a Squared Circle. This is a uh, one-shot. This actually came out in October, I'm pretty sure. Um, this is by Chris Condon, Codon, Condon. I don't know. I'm sorry. And Francesco Biagiani, Biagini, uh, and Mark Engelhurt and Dave Sharp on the letters. Uh, this is just a story about a wrestler who basically is down on his luck decides that he is going to rob his promoter and things kind of go south and he ends up like getting a new life but then everything kind of goes south i really 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 like this story like the narration was really great um i i I, like the art was really like cool looking I'll just show like a really intense page, I guess. Oh yeah, that looks really neat. Like, I don't know. There's something I really enjoyed about it, but I had seen a lot of people talking about it online and I was like, fine, I'll just I'll check it out, see what it's all about. It's like a one shot. Doesn't take too much of my time. Uh and yeah, I had a lot of fun. Just like the tone is the tone is really dark. Uh and I didn't really see like the end being what it was i thought it was going to be more like supernatural but it comes around where it's like it's giving you a tone of like something haunting and when it comes around it's just like oh no it's still just like real real life kind of shit shit Mm -hmm. so yeah good good one shot okay very is that an aftershock book yeah that is an aftershock book okay So then next I have The Approach. This is issue number three. I'm not really going to take any of these books out of bags and boards because I don't feel like it. Um, This book actually had a print error where it had like extra pages. It made sense, but it was just like, it felt like when a movie goes in slow motion. And I was just like, at first I was like, wait, is this just like saying the same line again? And then, and then I realized it was the same page. Uh, yeah, just a story about a monster in a in an airport. <laughs> Still kind of coasting. Still kind of coasting for me. I don't. Okay. 
not really my thing. Like, I enjoy the art. The story is very, like, meh. I wish it had... I Honestly, I feel like it could have just been, like, an oversized, like, one-shot. Mm-hmm. And it would have been fine. It would have been fine. Okay. Uh, and next, <laughs> I was sort of Asriel. This is issue number six. This is the last issue. Uh, this is a really great story. Never thought I would enjoy an Asriel, like, story. I really love the art. Uh, I really love the pacing. And the book itself was just, like... I don't know, had a lot of depth and was, like, more intriguing and, like, interesting than I thought it would be. Not a lot of thoughts. Okay. No, that's good. I, I just, I liked it. I thought it was good. I don't know. I think the art was one of the, like, biggest selling points on it. There were just so many, like, really good, like, spreads and just, like, really interesting, like, panels and... Yeah, I like really like the colors for it too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, very good. Well, I mean, and it was only six issues, so it's it's fine, you know. Yeah, it'd be easy for anyone to like pick up and read, for sure. Okay, you ready? Yes, I am ready. All right. So now we have Children of the Black Sun. This is issue number one. Uh, this is about a black sun that has come up a couple times makes people go mad and the children born under these suns look a little weird yeah they're a little different um i think it the first one wasn't it like it says 12 years ago wait Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm Anyway, so there was one, and then the second one happened four years after that, and they have no idea, like, what caused it or anything like that, so it's, like, a weird phenomenon, and yeah, the children that were... Now, was it when they were born, or when they were conceived? I I, I can't don't remember. Quite, I can't quite remember that either. Either way, it's whatever, but yeah, they, they look a little different. Some of them are a little different, but the people in the town are very wary of them, because Mm -hmm. of the way that they look and the whole event was kind of unnerving um and you know no one knows if the sun is going to happen again and so they feel like the children are a little cursed (laughs) (laughs) yeah i just like i need like i was telling other people just like i kind of i like this book because i needed to know what was going to happen with the creepy children yeah and i i really the art was like very strange in it like the Mm -hmm. way that everyone even you know especially the kids but everyone was drawn like very uh exaggerated and stuff and i really really like that it reminded me of like the old like adam's family like comic strips Mm kind of what it reminded me of but i i really like this i had only ordered this first one but i ended up adding it because i was like I do want to read more. I liked it enough that I feel like <laughs> I would enjoy the rest of it. Yeah, I uh, I think I'll probably add this, but this is also the same artist as the uh, same artist who did the second story arc of House of Slaughter that just finished. Oh, okay. I was like trying to figure out why, because I didn't recognize any of the names. 
Mm. And I was like, but I recognize the art and I couldn't figure out why, but that makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. That makes sense now. <laughs> Figured I'd add that in there real fast. Yeah, no, thank you, because I was going to look it up, but I just completely forgot to. So now I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready? Yes. Okay. So we have Kaya. <laughs> the number four. This is a book by Wes Craig. Um just about Kaya and her brother's journey with the lizard riders yeah and it says I mean I love that at the bottom here it kind of gives mm -hmm. a description of what's going to happen in the issue but the brother Jin uh is attempting to use magic in this issue which I thought that whole scene was very not funny necessarily but the fact that they were just like does he know that he's not the one that did this type of thing? Like, I I thought that was very cute because he was so excited. Mm -hmm. that he healed his sister. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really love this story. It's just like, there's something about it that just like every issue goes really quick, but it's all very like interesting. And I, I really like these characters a lot. Like I'm immediately drawn to them. Yeah. And I don't know. I do. I, I really, really like this story, too. But I think my issue with it is literally just it goes really fast. I I, I want I read through it pretty quickly. And then when I get to mm -hmm. the end, I'm like, but I want more in like a single issue. Like I, I want there to be more, which I get. You can't have everything. You know, it's a comic like you have to wait until the next issue. But yeah, I just wish that there was more per issue because it does go by really quickly. I get it. It's, it's a nice thing about it too, though, you know. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. And the art, mm -hmm. incredible. Great. Okay, I guess I'll go. Okay. Uh, I have Mosley. This is issue number one. I thought Heather had gotten this, but did not. Trick, yeah. Uh, this is a book by Rob Gilroy, Sam Lotfi, and Jean-Francois Bellou. Bellou? Uh, this is a story about a guy named Mosley, last name, <laughs> I believe. Uh, it starts out with him having a family. He has a little, I guess, interview with a robot. And then it kind of flashes to the future. And he is a janitor who is just like down on his luck and seems to just like hate technology and like in this world the people like worship the like robots as like gods okay i i don't know i have mixed feelings on this book i liked the way it looked a lot i had just added it to my poll because i like rob gilroy yeah so we'll we'll see we'll see was it off uh, to kind of like a rough start? Well, not rough necessarily, but a little shaky. Not not necessarily shaky, but it's just like it's one of those characters that I don't necessarily I know and I don't necessarily like 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 it's like a gruff, you know, like that gruff old man who's like mm -hmm. seen it all and like hates like in this this case just like absolutely hates technology and like you know it, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
It's just like not bad. I just like did not really like it. Is it a limited? I can't remember. Dang it. I never remember for like new books like that. Yeah. All right. Part of me feels like it was, but the other part of me is like very unsure. Because I feel like with Farmhand, that was supposed to be. No, that was always ongoing, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Never mind. For some reason, I thought it was supposed to be like seven issues and then it just kept going, but I might be thinking of something else. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have another book. I have, uh, I, I just picked this up. I was curious. This is Gangster Asperista. I heard issue. that one was a lot of fun. <laughs> is this issue number one? Yeah, it was like fun, but I also did not like it. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, I feel like it is one of those books that like it can literally go one way or the other. There's yeah, no middle ground. Yeah, it's like I had fun. It's just about, uh, I can't remember the main character's name, but a barista who has gotten out of a gang and has kind of lived like a hard life like basically a thief and just like beating the shit out of people and just you know overall not doing the best things for other people and now she's like trying to live like the straight and narrow uh this man comes in drunk one night and gets in a fight ends up leaving a suitcase filled with money okay and that's like that's kind of where the book like starts and takes you from there. Um, Is it going to be like that episode of It's Always Sunny when they find the money in, or the drugs in the speakers? <laughs> yes, yes. I hope so. I hope that's yes. The no, goes. Heather. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Basically, it though. Um, I really like. I enjoyed the art a lot. If I can open this, it it was in black and white. Mm-hmm. Um. But just like the line work was really good on certain certain pages, even though this is like a Tony Soprano page. <laughs> With Adam Driver. <laughs> uh this book does smell weird though. What is what line is there? Like what publisher? Uh Black Mask. Okay. That makes sense then. All of their books have like a strange smell to them. It's like it's it's like nutty. <laughs> Is it supposed to smell like coffee? I don't don't know. That's what like Chris Chris asked me like when I was reading it the other night. Like, what's that smell? And I was like, it's (laughs) this book. It's this book. He's like, that's it smells so like he's it smells nutty. It smells so weird. (laughs) What if it's a scratch and sniff? I was like, I know, man, I don't understand why it smells so weird. It's just Oh my god. Uh, anyway, that's that's Gangster Asperista issue number okay. one. I don't I don't think I would probably keep reading it. I would like I would understand why people would. It is like fun and enjoyable and mm-hmm. made me chuckle. Uh there is like a little like backstory, like small backstory story in the back. Um okay. if if that makes sense. A backstory. Yeah. The the back. Her- it's in the back and it is her backstory. It's an end backstory. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's all I have to actually say. I'm going to stop now. Okay. I said more about that book than I ever thought I would. <laughs> is it both of us now? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I couldn't remember how many you had. Okay. 
This yeah, is creep I show. Have, I only have one next. Sorry. Okay. That's what I thought. But yeah, in case anyone is wondering, I only had one book this week that Champ did not. So yeah. I don't have a lot to say about my books. <laughs> But I will talk about this one to let Champ rest a minute. Um, this is Creepshow. This is issue number four. As you know, this is an anthology. There are two stories per issue. So in this one, the first story is about a group of friends who discover uh, vampires within their town. Um, I don't, I mean, there's not really much to say about it. Some They go hunting vampires, <laughs> bad stuff happens, and only one of them makes it out and lives to be an adult, essentially. But I, I really actually enjoyed that first story and I think it was because of the art like I loved the art for it so much yeah the art was so good uh, what is it Fran Galan uh, yes. yep it just it looked so so good mm-hmm. um, and you know I love vampire stories and stuff and I just thought this take on it was really cool because she becomes like agoraphobic and a recluse and just hangs out inside for the entirety of her adolescence it's realistic yeah no I really like that front story a lot that was probably my favorite story out of like all of the stories so far Um, yeah me too yeah I just Kyle Starks writes a really good really good one yeah it was it was uh, fantastic quite enjoyable um and then the second story is uh La Mascara de la Muerte and it is a wrestling story and it's just about a wrestler who is trying to follow in her dad is that who it was her dad's dad dad or granddad one of the yeah something like that um so she wants to wear his mask but mom or grandma (laughs) grandmother yes is trying to tell her that like the mask it's you know it turned him into a terrible person and if she dons the mask like she will fall under the same curse and stuff just thinking it's like a a weird familial thing because she wants to go as far as she can mm-hmm. and you know it's not necessarily the mask but turns out um this is a horror story and it is <laughs> the mask a horror story you say yes oh. yeah. but yeah that was it um champ informed me there is one issue of this series left so yes yeah there we go that was creep show yes yes are you ready yes let's do it this is earth divers kill columbus this is also issue number four true um i just don't i don't know what we can say about this that we really haven't already Mm -hmm. said it's just you know um i can never remember his name either and it drives me crazy that I can never remember what it is um but basically the main character in this story well I wouldn't even say main character because the other ones are main characters as well but one of the characters in the story was sent back in time (laughs) to uh kill Christopher Columbus to prevent um their world from being destroyed because in their future like everything is pretty much depleted like resources and stuff Mm -hmm. so they are dying um and it mostly follows him as a prisoner on the ship by Christopher Columbus and him trying to like get out of it to kill Columbus, but nothing is really like working out for him. And then the other two characters that are in their present timeline are trying to figure out like where he is and like what he accomplished and stuff, but they're discovering like all sorts of other things that they weren't aware of when they decided to make this decision. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, I, really, I would, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I love this story. <laughs> yeah, no, I really like it too. And I mean, it's just like any good time travel book. It, it really touches on the idea that, you know, like time isn't something that you can necessarily like change. Things are meant to be the way they are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And if, and if they don't happen one way, they're going to happen like another. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter like what you try, like it's going to happen anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now it's, it's my turn again. Okay. Last one. Uh, This is Gotham City Year One. This is issue number four. Oh, four. Four, four. (laughs) I just, I actually like, yeah, I'm really enjoying, I'm really enjoying this, this book a lot. Just a nice little detective noir story and noir story in Gotham City. Uh, takes place before like Bruce's parents are born and so basically his like what great grandparents um and it's a detective writing this story to Bruce Wayne about like his life and his interactions with uh the Waynes but okay. the art the art is really like the like this this issue was so like so good there was like a lot of violence um but the art is so fucking so fucking good let me try to find a page that i feel like isn't ruining too much but i'll do this one it's just like the reds and the black oh, yeah. and stuff it yeah, just the reds the shadows are really good mm-hmm. it just looks it looks great this book looks so fucking good um Bill Hester and Eric Gapster, uh, and then Jordy, but like Jordy Billard as the colors. So just yeah, um, and yeah, good good Tom King book. I've been really really, I've been on the fence back and forth, and I've I don't know the last couple issues have like really kind of sold me on it. Yeah, is that a limited as well? Mm-hmm. I think it is six or eight okay that makes sense i wasn't sure one of those two numbers did you see i left some of number one i think in your Mm -hmm. poll for you okay Mm -hmm. just making sure because i forgot to text you about it (laughs) i just i I thought the other day and i was like what the fuck is Look, I knew to save at, like a couple at least for you, and I was like, "I'll I'll text them when I get a chance," but I just completely forgot. <laughs> yeah, no, I figured it out. Okay, all right. So next we have Stillwater. This is issue number seventeen. This is uh one more issue till we're done with this Stillwater story. The town of Coldwater and Stillwater clashing, and the true truth is probably about to be revealed of like how Stillwater came to be and like how everything is working. Yeah, they need to get rid of that little kid. They need to do something with him because he is not, he's not a good kid. (laughs) He's a little trash baby. (laughs) He is. And I get it. Like I'm frustrated for him. I'm sorry that he had to stop aging. 
his body had to stop aging not his brain or anything but yeah but he could like also also at this point make the choice to leave and not and like i guess slowly become an adult but still yeah i would be stoked if i had that opportunity to like be look the age that i did when you know all of this happened and then discover one day when my brain is an adult brain that I could leave and then slowly grow like okay cool let me go live my life now I would be the smartest kid ever yeah he just wants that like I don't know there's something about that town he just wants all that control or some shit yeah he wants the power yeah uh I am ready for that book to be done it's just been kind of trudging along it's a very good story but I do I'm I'm ready for it to be uh, over and concluded. Um, I need to move on with my life. <laughs> I feel like Stillwater needs to move on with theirs. <laughs> yeah, at least this isn't an outcast situation. Oh my god, I can't imagine. I don't think Zdarsky would ever do that to us. If he did, I would break up with him as best friends. <laughs> but we can't. We have this book also. <laughs> uh, so this is Batman. This is also a Chip Zdarsky book. Uh with a new artist or an artist for like a couple issues mike Mm -hmm. hawthorne um this story follows a little bit of batman i guess it follows batman as he's been dropped dropped off i'm using quotations (laughs) over here uh like like dr evil Uh yes uh (laughs) after he's been dropped off uh after the fail safe fight yes where who knows yeah i was gonna say when where who he doesn't know he doesn't he doesn't have any information he's in a different gotham and he is no longer the dark knight yeah it was uh i really like i really like this issue a lot like i did too i like the tone i like the like scaled backness of it in comparison to like the failsafe fight that was like very like like it just went so fast it was like watching Mm -hmm. mad max fury road oh my god yes um and then the the end of the backstory (laughs) the end backstory um (laughs) is it also takes place like after the events of failsafe and stuff and robin is also just trying to find batman because he's the only one that that man is still alive and that like he needs help because mm-hmm. he has like a whole interaction with like dick where dick's like no just let him get get back and it's tim that's like <laughs> but how yeah how is he gonna get back yeah brothers fighting you know yeah brothers be beefing over dad i get it <laughs> Uh, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So next we have Poison Ivy. This is issue number eight. Uh, this is. It's hard to explain this issue, Heather. You you do it. Okay. So <laughs> basically, uh, Poison Ivy is being held hostage in a sense, um, physically. No, I would say more mentally hostage. I'd while also physically. being. I would say more physically being held hostage yeah. than like mentally because she's still like she's still there yeah yeah okay 
physically. Uh, she's being held hostage by uh, the bad person in the last uh, issue who is working with uh, or was working with um, Poison Ivy's mentor who she had destroyed in the last story arc. Um, she is discovered by um, a character that we actually met previously in another issue and tries to convince her to like free her and stuff like that. Um, but you know, stuff happens um, and she kind of discovers that like she needs people and people need her. And so this uh, whole like change of heart is slowly happening mm -hmm. um, that was not there when this story started, when she was going across the states, like killing people. Yeah. So I do like the the whole transition into what she's doing now, like how she actually just saved that person in more than one way. Like I, I do like her, her change of heart. I like where the story is going a lot. Yeah. I same, same. Cause I really, I think there's that line where she, like you like touched on it where she's talking about how like, uh, you know, like she needs people and then like, but like people need her, even though she's like a monster Mm -hmm. like and how, like it really shows like how she views it like views herself and how she sees herself in this world and like she's really realizing that like even like even monsters can save people and even like monsters need saved in that way like like you know mm -hmm. people people am yeah. i right yeah people <laughs> you know what i'm saying you know I do, I do like that realization, and I think it's important also what she's doing is monstrous, but that doesn't necessarily make her a monster because she has a heart and she has a conscience and she mm -hmm. knows what she is doing is wrong, but I don't know. It's I just like, yeah, it's, it's very well done too. I'm still very on the fence about the art and it's just because of my minor complaints that's all i think this issue <clears throat> it worked really well because of like the i don't yeah, know all the, the foliage it, and stuff say plant monstrosity yeah like it looks that looks really really good it look i don't know i love the story it's a great story <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i think it goes back to a different artist soon maybe or i might be i thought i had that. seen something about that but i i wasn't um completely sure if I had read it for this book or if it was for another one but mm -hmm. I do know issue number nine cover d is a Dan Moore <laughs> cover and it's fantastic and I ordered it <laughs> that's all makes sense, makes sense. <laughs> all right so then last we have uh Dark Knights of Steel this is issue number nine uh we're almost to the end of the story and I think just shit just keeps unfolding and unfolding and unfolding revelations. Yeah. This one is like all over the place. And yeah, a lot of stuff is revealed um, that has been happening. Like I was very confused until I saw the, like, I guess reveal. Like but I don't want to like, just, I just don't want to spoil it to say it, but yes. It is confusing until you actually know what's happening. But it's yeah, so I, good. 
Well, yeah, and it's like intentionally confusing because it's not like you should you shouldn't know, you know. Right, right. Yeah, because when it happened finally when that whole like I'm just gonna say in the sky reveal happened, I was like, Oh, okay, this is all adding up now. Like this is not happening for no reason. Like this all makes sense now. Um yeah. I just wanna show the the variant here oh, that yeah, I variant got. Cool. super good. I love the variants. Yeah, no, when that, that reveal happened. I feel like it was one of those things where I didn't I didn't see it coming but it seemed so obvious if I had even like been thinking about it right well and I think that's the thing with this book too is like there's a lot of things that I don't you're not expecting anything that happens to happen because you don't actually know what's going to happen because this is like a completely different like universe Mm -hmm. so all of the the regular things that happen within dc stories like i don't know if any of them are going to matter in this one necessarily so yeah i agree all of the things that happen it's like oh yeah of course that would happen but it's still like such a cool surprise to see because it's just done in a medieval time (laughs) yeah this book is so like it's so well done the art is so like so great uh there has been like breaks where I wish it had I wish it had been coming out more like steadily, but also it's fine. I'll wait for it. Like I'm not yeah. mad. Um but yeah, it's just like can so consistently good, it's like wild. I am obsessed with the art in this book. Like everyone always looks so good. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, probably one of my favorite books right now. I love it so much. Every issue is just so fantastic. There isn't one that I've been like, yeah, I've just loved every single one. Yeah. I, uh, I had somebody in the shop the other day who was like, what, what do you think is like the best? And, you know, I don't read that many superhero books, but they were like, what do you think is the best like superhero book out right now? And it's just like, damn, let me think. So it's, yeah, I don't read that much. And it's just like, what, what do I think is the best like superhero book right now? And I was like, Dark Knights of Steel. Yeah, it's always hard because like, I mean, for me personally, all of the like superhero books that I read, they're not necessarily about the heroes. <laughs> they're always yeah. like the bad guys in a, in a sense, you know, like even Batman, I'm just like, well, it's Batman. Yeah, well, and that's, like, the the stuff I'm reading is, like, yeah, mainly Batman and not, like, very many superhero things. But mm-hmm. this would be, like, the one superhero book I probably do read. And it is, like, probably one of the best superhero books I think I have read in a long time. Oh, yeah. And it is something, like, I am usually surprised by every single time. And I am still shocked to, like, this day that I enjoy this book because I just remember, like thinking I would not like it mm-hmm. I've been stoked about this book since I first saw it solicited I was I like know, oh, I, yeah. know. <laughs> I know right uh, up my alley <laughs> yeah this is a book that is right up your alley <laughs> okay is that it that's all we got yeah, that's, it. that's all we got okay. well thanks for listening to us we uh we appreciate it We hope you go to your local comic book shop and buy some comic books and support your local libraries if you can. Take Mm -hmm. care of your friends. Love each other. Do good things. What you got, Heather? something. Okay. Um, HarperCollins 
is on strike or the HarperCollins union is on strike right now. They've been on strike since November 10th. Um, so if you purchase books and stuff, please don't purchase them through HarperCollins. Make sure you're paying attention to where you buy your books. Uh, don't support them because they have not responded to anything that's happening right now. That's all I all wanted right. to say. <laughs> no, you, you know, I a hundred percent support that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> So anyway, we love you and we'll see you on the the flippity flip.